0: Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 225, recorded on April 11th, 2019. On tonight's episode, we discuss the calm before the VR storm as the Labo VR kit releases by the time that you hear this. Also, Nintendo is alerting its retailers in Hong Kong that it won't give out Famicom and NES games forever. GameStop and Amazon tell us what about Wolfenstein Youngblood and so much more. Jesse... Cue that sweet, sweet music. That's right, folks. You're listening to Nintendo Dads. I am Marty, live from the pollen field, Southeast United States, where pollen tornadoes are not an uncommon thing right now. And joining me this week, Mr. Jesse Waldak from VGTribune.com. Jesse, how in the
1: world are you? Uh, I am d- doing better than I would have several years ago before I kind of went through a treatment to l- reduce my allergies. Uh, if I didn't do that, then I would be probably crying just by doing nothing because in
0: this treatment, did they lock (laughs) you in some kind of hyperbaric chamber and pump you full of super soldier serum? Can you confirm it? it, Yes or no?
1: I I can confirm that did not happen, but it it, it did involve about 12, almost a year's worth of shots every other day.
0: Yeah, that sounds about like that. And sounds like something I never want to ever do. It sounds a little bit like a nightmare I had once. Uh,
1: you get used to it really quick.
0: It's forecasted storm here this weekend. Jesse is forecasted where he is to have a wintry mix. Welcome to America. Uh, obviously, we're talking about American weather because weather, there are no Euroboys on tonight's show. It's just me and Jesse. But we're going to dive into all the news that's fit to talk about and so much more. We've got a lot of it this week. And uh, as I said earlier, we are on the eve of right now of some pretty big Nintendo releases tomorrow as the time of this recording. Nintendo's VR kit, Labo Toycon con Kit 4 comes out as well as three brand new Amiibo uh, Ken, Princess Daisy and Young Link as well as some pretty heavy duty releases over the next few weeks like Cuphead, Mortal Kombat 11 and others. And we're going to talk about some of those tonight as well as your comments and questions and everything you left over on Twitter and Patreon. So Jesse... Let's dive right into the news, shall we? And our news is brought to us by you over at patreon.com backslash nintendodads. We want to say a huge thanks to each and every one of our patrons. And right now during this time, we want to announce the winner of our monthly eShop giveaway. And that monthly eShop giveaway goes to Mr. Tim Regis Jr. Tim, you should check your messages on Patreon and help us get that eShop credit to you in time for Cuphead or Mortal Kombat 11 or any other thing that happens to tickle your fancy. And I'm not going to give it away. I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag, but I am going to say this. Big changes are coming to the giveaway beginning next month, beginning with the release of Cuphead. You'll just have to stick around to see what's happening and how that's all going to figure in. There'll be a video on YouTube. We'll promote it. It's going to be awesome. I'm really excited about this. But again, thanks to each and every one of you over at patreon.com who donates each month to the cause. Thanks for helping us make great content and make the world a better place. Come hang out with us in our discord. We don't bite much. We promise. (laughs) Actually, Gary bites, but that, you know, he's in another continent. So it just takes a while to get over here. Uh, let's talk about some news. Uh, shall we? Spe- speed
1: uh, of light, a little bite. Yeah, how that works? It, it takes nine know.
0: hours to fly from France to Atlanta. I know that. I've done that before. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Let's talk about a couple of uh, big news items tonight. Again, the VR set is coming out tomorrow. And uh just a couple of little things about that uh ahead of time. Uh the official Super Mario Odyssey Twitter account has revealed that the VR update will add theater mode to the game, allowing you to quote, watch the original cutscenes with added depth, which I found to be a little bit interesting. I don't know if that means it's going to go for a uh, faux 3D effect uh or something like that. Um well, that's what do you kind think, of the Jesse? Point
1: of VR, isn't it, to do with have, you know give a three D right. effect, kind of like the three DS? But it's it's
0: interesting to me though that um, they're going to update the cutscenes in Mario Odyssey, but not in Breath of the Wild. They stated explicitly in that initial like teaser trailer,
1: um, cutscenes
0: will not be available in VR.
1: I, I think that the quantity of cutscenes in the in Breath of the Wild is just not a lot. A larger overtaking than that of Odyssey. I don't remember it a lot be. of cutscenes in Odyssey.
0: oh you've got the original movie, you've got the ending, you've got a few throughout the yeah. throughout the With, kingdoms.
1: With Breath of the Wild you have every memory.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> There's what, twelve of those? Thirteen? Then, something like that.
1: More if you do the DLC. Yeah, yeah, you, you gotta well, which you I know. never I never got I never finished that DLC.
0: I didn't either. I got uh one third of the way through the master sword trials and I've gotta do it. Um uh, my I got, son has a I got, friend who Go ahead, I'm sorry.
1: I, I got two thirds of the way through the master trials. I couldn't finish the third. And then of that, that one I think it's the I think it's the one that leads to the bike, but where you start with that one hit weapon. And you have to go through a dungeon with that. I did get through with that, so I don't I, can, I don't have to hold that that weapon that item anymore, which I then opened up with the additional shrines, and I couldn't get any of them.
0: Yeah, so my son has a friend who is his age, so he's about eleven or twelve, and every time he sees me, he's like, "You don't have the bike in Breath of the Wild yet." You don't have. I'm like kid. You don't have to do anything in this life other than breathe and eat. I have like stuff to do. I can't. (laughs) I don't have time to. You know. I mean, like, go go back to your hole and play Breath of the Wild. I don't know. It just makes me mad because he has it and I don't. Uh, So that's that's launching tomorrow. By the way, let's let's run down that one more time. The VR kit is launching as you listen to this podcast on Friday the twelfth. Seventy nine dollars for the. uh, That's USD. 79 USD for the whole all-in kit. That's all five items, uh, including the Toy-Con goggles, the blaster, the bird, um, the elephant. There's a couple others I know I'm missing. There's like a, a, a the camera. Yeah, there, there's a bunch of them in there. Or you can just buy the base, uh, the, the Toy-Con base pack, which is uh, the goggles and the blaster. And then add in the others later at a suggested retail price of $20 for each of those and, and $40 for the blaster and the Toy Con goggle. So if you just want it for the Breath of the Wild and Mario update and the eventual Mario Kart update, because you know it's coming, it's going to happen uh, or something along <laughs> those lines. There's going to be more games that are introduced into this year in for $40. Bucks, uh, and that will, I, I'm I'm guessing, this is just my, and you can tell me if I'm wrong here business Justin isn't here so he can't um, he can't by the way Justin is not on this week because he was so wrong about the Nintendo direct that he just could not bear to bring his <laughs> his his shame into public um, but we'll talk about that at another time um, I'm gonna guess that the one out of all of these packages that's the hard one to find or the one that's that sells more is gonna be the the $40 what do you think
1: I uh, Probably because you know I, when I went to pre-order on Amazon, I was really only looking at the 4 one and the forty-dollar one, but I didn't. I don't think they even had that one available. So I, I when I did my pre-order, I did the eighty-dollar one. Yeah, I'm not sure what what stock will look like in stores.
0: I, I don't either, but, but I also but know,
1: know Target blew away their old inventory to make room for the new. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I also know that. Um... My Labo kit is coming from Amazon, and if you remember, if you'll go back and listen to the episode around this time last year, Amazon delivered my Labo kits to the house at at 10 o'clock p.m. on the day of release. And I already looked, and my delivery window for the Labo kit tomorrow says before 11 p.m.
1: Oh, that's comforting.
0: And I'm telling you, if UPS comes to my house tomorrow night at 10 p.m., I may karate chop somebody. (laughs) <laughs> like uh, why does it take so long? Why for this particular thing? Is it like, yeah, will be there, you know, about midnight. No, just deliver it like in the morning. Like you're supposed to, I don't know. Anyway, that's, that's coming out uh, t- well, tomorrow mine, as well. Mine also as,
1: says tomorrow by 11.
0: Oh, see, see, it's something about the cardboard. They just can't deliver it in the oh. mornings. it'll, magically well,
1: dissipate at least mine's coming through the post office so i'll probably get it there on three or four. When oh, see
0: mine mine is not coming through the post office now you've got me curious and i've got to go look i think mine's coming UPS. <laughs> i wish it would come via the post office because i know when my post office orders always get here right um yeah
1: they're pretty consistent
0: so also releasing tomorrow i'll do this while we're while i'm pulling this up also releasing tomorrow Three new Amiibo uh, in the Smash line. Uh, We've already mentioned Young Link, Princess Daisy, and Ken. Uh, Ken is the only one out of those who does not already have an Amiibo that will work for that character. Daisy had a Mario series Amiibo and uh, Young Link had a Zelda series Amiibo. So, there you go. Uh, Ken will probably be the one that's hard to find. Um... I don't know. We live in a world where Princess Daisy has two Amiibo and Waluigi has one. (laughs) It's an injustice. Again, I I say this.
1: I originally wasn't planning on getting any of them, but I'm like, oh, I know my son likes, my son and I both like Zelda. And so we probably have five different Link Amiibos. But I went ahead and ordered the young Link, which I just did like literally, you know, while we were doing pre-show. So, uh, I'm not going to get it tomorrow, obviously. I, I am, think it'll be uh, here got, on Tuesday.
0: I had all three of them pre-ordered from way back. So, uh, no I, in fact, ones? I was shocked this week when I got a notification. It's like, oh, yeah, they're, those are coming in tomorrow. Or just later on this week.
1: Yeah. So I do plan on getting Joker. And then, depending on what the other four characters are, I may or may not get them.
0: Well, and who knows when Joker's coming out, right? By the end of the month, by the end of April. Uh, people a lot still of people ask who
1: has the Sol- Soler Amiibo. You know, I do, and I think it's still in the box.
0: No, uh, did I, not. Did. I skipped that one. <laughs> uh, another big news item that kind of just broke right before we went on air tonight. Disney uh, has announced uh, plans for its Disney Plus streaming service that has been rumored to come out for a while It will be launching in November of this year at a price of $7 uh, per month or $70 for an entire year. You may ask, what does this have to do with Nintendo Dads or Nintendo? Uh, Disney also says they're in ongoing talks with Nintendo about bringing the streaming service to Nintendo Switch, which means that we could live in a world very soon where Disney Plus is on the Nintendo Switch before Netflix.
1: (laughs) <laughs> wouldn't that be fun yeah though. Yeah. So, again yeah, yeah well i understand other people would, would like that other people are wanting that i would prefer to watch this either on my big you know through apple tv on my big tv or my ipad on a decent sized screen yeah uh, i don't watch netflix on my phone
0: well i get it I for know. people who are just wanting to carry one device you know maybe they're trying to simplify and pare down and I don't want to carry my 12 inch iPad and my phone and my switch. And if I can get rid of one of those, I, am I, you know, right. I get it's also, why.
1: It's also rare. I do that stuff while I'm not home.
0: Right. I get why they're, why, why people want it. And I also get why people are frustrated that it's not there. Right. No, if,
1: it, if it does, if we do have a, uh, a client for the switch, I think pre downloading episodes might be a challenge.
0: Yeah, space. where are they going to go? I mean, going to will they be stored on the SD card? Will they be stored on the system memory? Cuz if it's only system memory then it's going to be useless.
1: Right. Now speaking of uh, SD cards, I don't know if it's still a deal or not, but earlier today Amazon had a deal on on the SD cards, like the 128 was under 20 bucks. And
0: the 400,
1: the 400 was under 70 bucks. You know, when I bought mine. It was eight eighty, so it got. So you, you are. Know, I'm going to I, check. I think think right, it now. was. I think it might have been a lightning deal, so that's probably gone by right uh, now.
0: I think you're right because the 400 gigabyte SD card is now back up to sixty six dollars, which is still a good deal. That's a SanDisk.
1: Yeah. So you know, if 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 you're in, in the market for an SD card and want to know when the deals are. Follow Waluigi sixty four on Twitter because he's he's on top of that stuff.
0: Oh uh, yeah, he is totally great about those deals and things like that. Definitely a, a great I, Twitter account to follow. I, I've
1: heard multiple other podcasts plug him too. So <laughs>
0: yeah, he very reputable. Uh, yeah. and he's the guy who broke the uh, news about the Best Buy leaks too that uh, we talked about a little bit ago, right? And I would not be surprised if those were still uh, still. I'm sorry, I'm searching for a word here. They're still valid. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I heard that they were, they're no longer in the system where they were found, but they're still deep in the system as placeholders for whenever they're going to be. Because yeah. the store's got to set them up in advance before they can right.
0: be used. Uh, I used. Think, I think all of it's true. That's just, except Link to the Past. I have Link no to clue the what Link to the Past that's,
1: Yeah, that one's confusing.
0: Even though Link's Awakening is already in there. And, and I know we've talked about that before. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about storage, shall we? Uh, a couple of big other news items from this week. GameStop and Amazon's pages for Wolfenstein Youngblood, which is a game coming later on this year in June, both state that the physical release of the game will be a box only and will contain a download card for the game on the Switch, uh, which basically means you, if you're buying it physical, you're just paying for the box. You're, you're literally only paying to get the box and I guess if you're a hardcore collector uh, of physical this is pretty disappointing for you uh, and, and you know I've seen some some outrage about it this week or some, some people who were upset about it and so we posted about it um, on our Twitter account. I'm going back here to find the poll because it, it was actually announced earlier on uh, this week and uh, wanted to get people's responses to what was going on, and now I can't find it, of <laughs> course. Um, well, yeah, of here course. we go. Uh, we, I posted about, what say you, does this bother you, or change your mind about the game? So let's, let's read out some of these responses. Um, at Backlog Blues said I bought Marvel versus Capcom 2 for the PS3, which was just a case with a download code. This has also been something PC has done previously. While I don't like it, I still get a case and a box and box art to go with my imaginary game. Uh, Family Complicated says, uh, not good for preservationists, of course, but I was going to download it anyway. Uh, our good friend John Blanco, who is a physical collector, says, not buying. Uh, at Walnut77John Wall from over at Megadad says, I'm 100% digital on all platforms, so I'm good. Mike BC says, so wait, it's a physical release without an actual physical cartridge. What? Uh, <laughs> Kahlo says, all digital for me. Bring that sauce, Bethesda. I'm ready. Um, so we have Age a of mix boredom. of,
1: I'm okay with it and a, and a mix of, yeah. screw
0: that. Age, Age of Boredom says, less plastic in the world is a good thing. They should do away with the case as well. Uh, to which somebody replies, less ownership rights, consumer choice, and retailer incentive. Yay. Um, Sonic 79 says, I can see why Nintendo is doing this. I can remember how much an N64 cart cost when they needed something extra in it and thus the cost went up. Probably don't want to repeat that and wanted to try a cheaper alternative.
1: I, mean, I, did, I did reply to him saying I'm sure that was not Nintendo's decision, but Bethesda's. Yeah. Uh...
0: Operation Zero says, any interest I had is totally gone. Love My S-Ness says, I wish some of the publishers on Switch would attempt to sell the more expensive games and see what happens. For most physical owners, a few more bucks won't be a huge difference, especially because it won't be for every game. KJMODC says, I don't think it should have retail space if it's not physical. It's confusing and basically just free advertisement. I am, however, more inclined to buy a game that's 100% digital as opposed to 75%. Uh, Speaking of that,
1: we'll get to that later.
0: (laughs) Yeah. uh, yeah. (laughs) Because there's a game that's 25% uh, physical that's coming out. Um, uh, Manolo Ruiz says, If that's true, I guess I won't be buying the game after all. I guess Bethesda doesn't care about losing customers in the long run as long as they could save some bucks on cartridges. Crimson Skidmark. No physical, no buy. I'd probably miss out on a lot of great games with this outlook, but if it's the way gaming is headed, I'll likely be distancing myself from the industry. Outside must-have Nintendo games. Uh, Morphid Place says, regardless of my options on game preservation, uh, g- preservation collecting, and supporting retailers and the thousands of jobs they prop up, I would rather no physical than this hack job. Uh, at Whopper744 Gamer Joshua Taylor says, Seems a bit pointless to me going to not actually uh, physically own the game anyway, so I don't need more boxes to clear up my house. Amen. Uh, at Lazy Fair, given the files will be huge, it's not ideal. True Monado1 says, I would have bought it if it was physical with a cartridge. And Daniel Zilla rounds us out by saying, Yeah, that makes it a headache for most retailers who aren't going to want to do deal with returns and tax an extra what? Minimum $10 on the cost to buy an SD card to put it on. Total BS, borderline scam. Uh, some fairly, um, fairly opinionated folks, right?
1: That's what we like to say.
0: Yeah, yeah, we want to hear your voice, and we will share it on the show. Um, kind of split fifty-fifty. Lots of people saying it doesn't matter either way, but some very passionate people who are uh, uh, saying they're. And I'm liking the lie.
1: opposing opinions. I don't. It's not fun when everyone agrees, right? So I'm, okay. I'm uh, i I'm, they, they, I'm, I'm liking this back and forth.
0: The heart of the issue, I think, is that physical physical collectors collect not just for the box and not just for the goodies that you might get. Which some retailers or some developers have been really good about putting in goodies with the Switch version. You know, I like Cave Story, uh, Enter the gungeon has got a, a, a set coming up. We'll talk about it here in a minute, uh, but. There's been some some nice incentives for physical owners to wait or to buy physical, but really what they want is the cartridge, because the Wii Virtual Console and the, or the Wii Virtual uh, the Wii Shop closing down earlier this year, pretty much shows the the dangers of digital only. Right? I mean, you've spent money right. and now you don't have a game anymore. And so for people but even who this before is, that,
1: because like I think you know at first. Of- the first time it really affected me was when I tried replaying Dragon Quest Nine, with yeah wi- Wi-Fi connect was to get was down. That that cut half the game out.
0: Yeah, and you know that what's interesting about that is somebody uh, sent us a um, a tweet earlier on about the um, oh what was it? it wasn't a tweet it was actually in our Discord about uh, playing. Wind Waker on the Wii U. Now that the Tingle Bottle feature is gone, right. and you get that item, and it's kind of like, well, now what, right?
1: Yeah, yeah you know, um, it's
0: not use. Julian says this. He says having never played Wind Waker and getting sick of waiting for it to come to the Switch, I bought a used Wii U and decided to play it. I was greeted with this message when I got the Tingle Bottle. The message says the Miiverse service has ended. Miiverse and any software features that make use of Miiverse will no longer be available. Thank you for your interest. And his question is, do you guys think they will ever port this amazing game to the Switch, and would they ever recreate this lost feature as part of the online service? I'm sad I don't get to experience the game as it was meant to be experienced. And there he is. I mean, as, as gaming becomes more um, connected, internet-connected, and features become more inter- internet-connected, eventually those games
1: will be incomplete like dragon quest nine like wind waker i'm hoping if they do put the game out on the switch they kind of because the tingle bottle was kind of a hack on because that wasn't part of the original game the original game had a tingle tuner where you're plugging in a gba and then using the tingle tuner get shows information on the gba which helps you find hidden items I'm hoping that they kind of incorporate that original functionality back into the game natively. Then you don't have to worry about. Yeah, they could just anything. do it with
0: the useless Nintendo Switch Online app.
1: I wasn't That's, thinking that it might work, but I, was rather, it, I, was I, I think it would rather whole hoping first. You know, even you know, put a little window in the corner. That's all. All you. Yeah, that that
0: would even work. Needless to say, I mean, the, the answer but is I, I do think the same think that GBA that would,
1: resolution that's crap and little and really blocky graphics. That would kind of give it a little charm.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would like that. I do think that Wind Waker HD will eventually come to the Switch because almost everything from the, from the Wii U is getting ported over, right? I think we may even see like a fun little uh, dual package like Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess HD, or maybe that's just a pipe dream, and
1: I, I don't I, know. I would play that. I, I bought Twilight Princess HD never played it because I had previously replayed that game on the Wii the year before. And now I'm getting to the point where I'm ready to play it again. So yeah, Honestly, if they give it to me on the long, switch. I'll, I'll play it on the switch.
0: As long as Skyward Sword, all of its code and any mention of it burns in a fire somewhere. We're good.
1: Oh, oh no, the game's not that bad. I hate that game.
0: It's awful. I don't care. I know it's Zelda and I know people like it. Here's, Here's why I hate that game so bad. Before people, because I, I know people are just like, "Oh, Marty's so negative." Blah, blah, blah. here's the thing: like, it started out so promising, right? It was a it was a Zelda game that started in a brand new way, right? And that the story had so much promise. And then it's like, choose from your selection of three areas that you'll go to over and over and over and over again, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, and, and the reason there's only three areas is because we thought it would be fun to fly a burb. A burb? A burb. Fly this burb around <laughs> with shoddy controls. Yeah, I I'm sorry. I like I love the art style of it. I love the story. I, I think it's cool that it's kind of like the origin of Ganon or whatever, but I mean, come on. Yeah, if you've got a game that you can't make playable on any other system because of the motion controls, it just like a lot, a lot of stuff in that game lost me.
1: Yeah, I thought that game had too much fluff. You know, I called it a good fifty-hour game, but it would have been a great thirty-hour game.
0: (sighs) Been a good fifteen-hour game. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It was good at the time. It's just one of those things that. Uh, But anyway, so yeah, Wolfenstein Youngblood, you're going to buy a box and you're going to get a code. And so just might as well, if you want it, go ahead and buy it digital. Sorry. Uh, Also, on that note, Mortal Kombat 11 is coming to the Switch, which was a huge surprise to a lot of people when it was announced. By the way, Nintendo put out a commercial this week um, showcasing Mortal Kombat 11 being played handheld on the Switch. There is four times the amount of footage of people's facial expressions than there is of the game.
1: That's very Nintendo.
0: There's literally like two seconds of game footage long enough for them to show you that Katana is in the game. At that time, she had not been announced, but like, you know, you know, when, when the switch was coming out, Mario Odyssey and breath of the Wild, they, you know, some of the arms, even they had footage of the game. This is literally I'm like that's
1: it. Well, do you, do you remember like well they they have other they put out other commercials recently too of which I think one we'll talk about later you know with where the focus was on the play, kids and the players not as, not as much as the yeah. game. But I, you know yeah. you also think back to the, the the early Wii marketing. That was all about the players.
0: Oh, It's is about the players and the controller. Yeah. So, Mortal Kombat 11 is coming to the Switch, uh, and it is going to clock in at 22.53 gigabytes of space. The base game will be in the physical release and will, on the card, take up 6.537 gigabytes, which leaves the rest to a day one download. That's a big download. Don't we download. love those? It's going to be a long time before you're able to play Mortal Kombat. And if you don't have an SD card, this is going to be the only game on your Switch.
1: Get an SD card.
0: <laughs> cheap. Yeah, if you, if you have a Switch and you don't have an SD card at this point, come on. But uh, this is another one of those... Whose fault is it? Is it Nintendo? Is it Midway? Or whoever's... NetherRealm, whoever's publishing this game?
1: Warner Bros. probably. Ni- I'll find out.
0: Is it Nintendo's fault for... Low cart space, or making higher carts, or, or making them use cards at all. I mean, I get why we're doing it with the switch because you know, this space games. If it was, if it was digital
1: only, we'd have the same problem that we had with Wolfenstein. Yeah. So, yeah. You publisher think that, is WB Games.
0: Jesse, do you think that we as gamers have a right to be upset about this, about a game? Coming with, I mean, what is that going to be? 16 gigabytes worth of data that has to be downloaded the first day.
1: And that's before any (laughs) DLC.
0: That's before any DLC. Which, by the way, the the DLC pack, uh, uh, you can buy the deluxe pack of Mortal Kombat 11. You can purchase that on the the eShop right now. It's $100. Oh, wow. It's $100 for the game and 11 DLC packs, one of which is triggered the very first day, which I would assume is Shao Kahn, which is what you get for pre ordering.
1: Right. Yeah. Do people have the right to be upset? I say, yeah, because, as you know, we have people like you who have limited internet. You know, people may have, you know, you have the slow internet. Other people may have faster internet, but capped. So, if they have 150 gig per month, this is using up more than 10% of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. For, and, and that's not counting, like, if you want to actually play the game online, right? If you want to find right. online.
1: Well, the actual play data itself, I think, usually is pretty streamlined. It's, otherwise, you have latency. But, you know, so whose fault is it? I'd say def- the more fault goes to WB Games for not wanting to fork over the larger carts. I think it's Nintendo is doing what they can to give options to the publishers by having the cheaper carts with the lower capacity and not forcing everyone to have the higher capacity carts when they don't need it. But yeah. But downside is no one's using them because they're well, going, they're st- they're sidestepping it with day one patches to get around it. To try to save money and
0: and before before we let the like switch bashing run away too much, keep in mind that the game is going to be the same or more on other consoles as far as space. And as soon as you put that higher texture, sure, yeah. As soon as you put that disc in a PlayStation Four, what's it going to do? It's going to download it, right? It's going to download as much as it can off that disc. And that's why I hate the PS Four because every game that I get for the PS Four is. Always like you don't have enough space to play this game. You don't have enough space. I have a 500 gigabyte hard drive. Yeah, it doesn't. You know. I thought the games were supposed to run off the disk. I thought that was the point. No, that
1: yeah. But that, God, no.
0: God of War that, wants to that, install 40 gigabytes.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, Spider
0: Man wants to PS4 install PS4 and gigabytes. Xbox
1: One has always been installed since 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 they launched in 2013. And so. and
0: let me just say this too, like I know that they say that that helps the game run more smoothly. But when I play God of War, it sounds like my PlayStation 4 is going to blast off and go into orbit. (laughs) Even with the the mandatory, you know, 40 gigabyte download. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, I just remember being a kid and coming home with Mega Man 4 or or Final Fantasy 3 or whatever and just putting it in the system and playing the game. Like, it's ready to go when you turn it on. And I I I get that.
1: Yeah, you know, there's also less data to load. You know, you, know. I,
0: you know, I get that and I get that part of the reason that it's pushed out like it is now is because of aggressive dev cycles and deadlines and multimillion dollar contracts and all kinds of different things like that. But this is also why I think that indie games are flourishing in a lot of ways because right. they don't have all of this crap. I tried yeah. looking
1: at the file size of PS4s version of Mortal Kombat 11, and they currently don't have that published. Yeah, because it, it's like a bajillion gigabytes. Well, they will. They 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 will. Every game has they publish what, what the size is, but it probably yeah. won't publish it until launch day.
0: But you know, I don't think there's any other system wh- whose fans are more meticulous about file sizes than Nintendo Switch. Like a game gets announced, and as soon as as soon as the the, the announcement's made, well, I wonder what the file size will be.
1: Well, well, like, yeah. well, yeah. Nintendo we has have... had us worrying about that back in the Wii and DS era yeah. when everything was in blocks, which very few people knew what that meant. It didn't mean anything, I don't think. No, it, <laughs> it did. It's a, a, one block blocks. is 128k. Oh, so, really? Okay. You can you can convert them. You can do the, if you know it's three thousand blocks, then you can convert to know it's so many megs. I just.
0: You know, you know yeah. my favorite part about that is always when I would download something for the 3DS and it would tell me I had so many blocks remaining and then I'd get done and the blocks remaining were completely different than what it told me I would have. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I've you'll have so many really, blocks
1: remaining. I've never really paid attention with it because you know, yeah, I have a 64 you to, gig you, card. If in my you ever download 3DS. anything else
0: on your, on your 3DS, which maybe never, you need to check that out because it's real fun. It's like, you're, it's like, screw your math We. You know, it'll just be whatever it is. Uh, I want to know uh, from our fans out there on Twitter or watching the stream on Facebook: uh, Are you getting Mortal Kombat 11 on the Switch? If so, does this bother you? If so, if not, why not? Um, does it does it keep you from wanting to get it? Are you worried about file sizes and DLC, anything like that? Just any comments about Mortal Kombat 11 in this in this download situation? Let us hear from you uh, over on social media. Uh, let's talk about a couple little more, uh, a, a couple of more little news stories here. Nintendo has revealed during um, to or revealed to its uh, retailers in Hong Kong uh, through a leaflet that is being sent out about Nintendo Switch Online that they won't always be giving away NES and Famicom games. There will be a time when those are no longer added to Nintendo Switch Online, even though that date is uncertain. Um, it's funny that the, the the leaflets mention games that are available right now, and in the very teeny tiny print down at the bottom, there is this little disclaimer. Uh, should we be worried, or is this just yeah, they're going to run out of games eventually?
1: I wasn't expecting this to be uh, forever slow drip. Forever, I was. If this lasted a year, I would have I'd be surprised. You know. Even back in September, I would have said, if we're still getting new games in September 2019, I'll be surprised. So, we'll find out if it goes that long. And, of course, so this, we know. I think that, we, we, we are presuming SNES games will be coming at some sure. point. And then I don't think NES games will last much longer once that's out.
0: I think that a comment like this pretty much shows that we can pre, we can expect from here on out, primarily first-party Nintendo uh, games with maybe a little third-party thing thrown in every now and then, right? Like Solomon's Key or Twin Twinbee or Star Soldier, which is the one that came out this time. Um, I don't think... I mean, I guess what I'm saying is I don't know that we'll... we'll. And, and really, with Punch-Out! coming out and, and Kid Icarus and some of those, I guess what you might call, deeper cut NES games, we're, we're running out of games. We're starting to at least.
1: Yeah, most of the good ones have already been taken, and then the the good ones that are left are in are in bundles that are being sold separately, so likely won't show up.
0: Right. I don't expect at, because of this announcement. Unfortunately, I don't think that we'll see Castlevania. I don't think that we'll see any Mega Man games. Well,
1: so we uh, and, might. We it might get Simon's Quest since that's not that's not part of any current bundle, now, but there might be future. Well, bundles and another that may thing too.
0: To, another thing to think about too is that Konami. Has mentioned that just like the bundle that's not Castlevania, right? That's coming out with, with some of their games. So yeah. those may be some of those collected NES games and different things like that. It's just, it's going to be interesting to see. And of course, don't ever expect any licensed games. Like, I don't think you're going to get Goonies 2 or, no. or anything like that. Wheel of
1: Fortune, or, or I, I really I guess, don't
0: see those coming.
1: Because, now, if there was a current or an active revenue stream going in, I mean, maybe, but there's no no real funding into this. Yeah. So there's what, yeah, we're not going to see licensed games here.
0: Uh, be, be be happy if we get all of the games that were on the original S uh, or uh, NES Classic when it came out. And I think we're getting pretty close to that, right?
1: I haven't seen Castlevania and Mega close. Man. Yeah, sorry, Save no, no Ninja Turtles. Yeah, no, no Ninja Turtles arcade game. Says Sent again. No,
0: uh, I mean, you. There's ways to make that happen. Just saying. Right, just, but well, just, we're not just gonna not, say. Just not through just, the normal. We're man. just saying. Yeah, <laughs> I know a guy, right? <laughs> Uh, a couple of updates. Nintendo Switch Online app has been updated to 1.5.0 and is still absolutely useless. Uh, it added zero features that made it worthwhile. It did move some buttons around, and it also dropped support for older for versions of iOS and Android um, older than iOS 10.0 and Android 5.0. So it made uh, it so less useful. Yeah. They made it more useful. Uh, Also, the new NES games were added to Nintendo Switch Online as of this Wednesday, uh, and that was Star Soldier, Super Mario Bros., The Lost Levels, and Punch-Out! along with Kid Icarus SP, which has currently won the prize for worst SP version of all time because it's Kid Icarus.
1: Yeah, it just starts at the at the start of the last level where you're super powered and you going up. It's the approach to Medusa. I mean, literally, there's a password for that. You can find that on the. So when I, when I played it, I pl- I played I did my monthly video when I played it. I played the Famicom version, where so no passwords on that one because it's disc based, but the it has the uh, better audio chipset. So that's
0: why I played it on that. Gotcha. Uh, Last little announcement here, uh, a little personal indulgence. June 25th, Enter the Gungeon uh, will be released physically for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Right now, the final free update of Farewell to Arms has come out, celebrating five years of gungeoneering. And a retail package of this is going to be available on the Switch and those other systems. But it also has some <laughs> special swag uh, that I think you might be interested in. If you're holding out on this game, this is absolutely your time to pick up one of the greatest Nintendo Switch games of all time. And it will be until the death of the console. Enter the Gungeon is fantastic, and you should all be playing it. I can't say it enough. It's amazing. Even Justin Masson said so to me in a private message today. He said, it didn't put the hooks in me like it did you, but it's good. And for Justin, that's a high compliment. Uh, but this retail <laughs> package is coming out. Uh it's gonna have some special swag in it, like a shotgun kin skin for your character, which has not been available before. There's gonna be some stickers, uh, a special bulletkin paper craft, a reversible jacket, artwork, and a download code for the soundtrack, which is actually pretty cool. Uh, and it's a steal of a deal. It's $29.99. You can pre-order it right now on GameStop with Best Buy and Amazon to follow later. Seriously, guys, look. Buy Enter the Gungeon. Just <laughs> buy it. If, Even if you're never going to play it. I know John Blanco is out there, and he just buys games that he doesn't ever play. Like, he just goes to Best Buy and is like, well, see six games I want. Because yeah, he actually did that. I can say that because he, he did that. But buy Enter the Gungeon, John Blanco. It's buy Mr. Enter backlog. the Gungeon. Yeah, just play it in your backlog. Actually, don't put any backlog. Throw your backlog in the trash and play in or the gungeon. Because it's better <laughs> than half those games anyway. Anyway, let's move on and let's talk about a rumor or two, shall we? So the big rumor that everybody's talking about is that Nintendo uh, played themselves and leaked a upcoming feature for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate in a brand new commercial that Jesse has already mentioned, featuring the kids and them playing. There's also another uh, commercial like this where some kids are at a sleepover and they're playing Mario Kart. Uh, but in the background of this commercial, as they're setting up Smash, they're showing like the uh, the blue tab in the in the menu, and it's got Mob Smash and you know single player and all that. And down at the bottom in the bottom right hand corner it very clearly says stage builder <laughs> and even has an icon. Um, and this is not some wonky Photoshop job. If you're seeing images of this, this is being pulled directly from a commercial that Nintendo of America themselves released.
1: Yeah. That, they are that, the leakers. That, that came out. Uh, I saw it in, U- in a YouTube video on their feed. I think it was Tuesday night. And then Game yeah. Explained had a video out like 20 minutes later.
0: Yeah. So in doing that. It, Uh, I want you guys to all know that you need to thank Nintendo for the accidental direct that they gave you this week, announcing Stage Builder for Smash.
1: So Justin was right?
0: No. No, because he said there'd be one on Thursday. (laughs) He said there would be one today, and uh, there is not.
1: And I waited all day yesterday for my announcement, and I didn't get one, and therefore he is wrong yeah, in my show notes for this item I had said if there is if this is officially announced we'll move it up to news but until then we'll put it in the rumors. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So I totally um, I think this totally lends credence to the rumor that there is Stage Builder and Home Run Smash coming to modes coming to the game and those will probably be introduced in the 3.0 update along with Joker and it would not surprise me if during that, that that there was some kind of direct or video announcement before the end of this month announcing these things announcing the uh, the new the new uh, modes and also probably announcing the new De- the next DLC character
1: yeah cuz they'll definitely have to do something before joker's launched at least to give us a date
0: i don't think See, they I want think to just soft what drop that do is i think they're going to roll this all into one and announce Persona 5 at the same time.
1: I think that's likely.
0: They're going to be like, if you don't know who Joker is, be sure to pick up Persona 5, launching on blank on your Nintendo Switch later this summer.
1: Though, of course, we're still in the rumor category, but we we know the announcement of P5S will be the 25th.
0: Yeah, and it could be that during Depending on how this
1: all times together, that could be all chained a bit together. To be uh, Yeah, and then it'll would, likely be, and then the the update is available now.
0: And to lend more credence to that, isn't April twenty fifth a Thursday? Yes. Yep.
1: That's the, the day you're seeing released? Endgame.
0: Yeah, it is. <laughs> but when do when do things get released by Nintendo usually on the
1: eShop? Usually in the morning. Like and, it's, no, storm- I mean what day? Thursdays Thursdays. Thursdays. Thursdays Thursdays. Thursday releases are usually in the morning Tuesdays and Fridays Tuesdays are yeah. more like noonish and then Fridays depending on who's publishing it yeah it so be midnight, yeah, it like be Fridays
0: are usually new software releases or big releases labo amiibo different things like that not updates and so I, I I really feel like April 25th because they've said by the end of April by the end of this month so that means that they've got uh, about two weeks until yep. that and, announcement.
1: And if it's not the twenty fifth, there's only three business days left for the month.
0: Yeah, and I don't think they're gonna they're gonna push it back that far. Those are our rumors. Let's move on to our events for the week. All right, two big events to talk about for this weekend. First up, Tetris ninety nine will be hosting the second Maximus Cup. Beginning today, as you hear this from 6 a.m. Pacific Time through April 14th, which is Sunday at uh, basically midnight Pacific Time. Similar to the last event, 999 prizes of 999 My Nintendo Gold points will be awarded. Uh, You can finish in 80th place or higher during the games to earn points. And the top 999 scores will win those awards and be notified on or about April 28th. Uh, we won't break down all the points, but basically if you win first, you get 100 points, second, 50, third, 30, fourth through 10th, uh, 20 points, uh, 11th through 30th, 10 points, and then on down from there. Anything under 80, you get zero points at all. And the, the, the servers in the game will keep track of your overall point totals uh go play some tetris this weekend it would be fun even if you uh even if you you know aren't good at it maybe you can score a few points and who knows i mean i don't know i mean how many people played in the last tournament do you know
1: i don't know but from everything i read the in order to get to the nine the ninth spot you had to have won 13 times Okay. No, no idea what the number one spot one times. was. Yeah. So, you know, other places I've heard report this made it sound like it was a random draw. So the more for every hundred points you keep your name in the hat. So if, even if you can't ever win, you can earn point, earn your names in the hats at some point. But based on what i read from the official rules, it doesn't sound that way. It sounds like just a straight top no, not, top top yeah. one thousand ranking. Get good. Or nine ninety nine. And nine. Right. Get, get It's a get dark good. souls of puzzle games. I'm not winning. <laughs> the the uh, best I've ever of, done is third or fourth. I don't even remember. I got. I've gotten
0: first twice, and that's about it. Uh, I played yesterday just to kind of tune myself up, and get ready, and uh, the highest I got was seventy. So ouch. Yeah, I know. It was pretty bad. See, uh, that's
1: also, what happens when the online when the the online games gets on in age. The people who aren't as good drop off, leaving only the good people. So it's just yeah, the good people left playing against the good people. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I'm not, I'm not one of the good people. No. Uh, I... Also coming up, uh, Pokemon Go is seeing some new events. Latios returns as a level five raid target uh, as of April fifteenth, and will be there for until April twenty second. If you're lucky, you can get a shiny Latios. There will also be the Extravaganza, which is going to run from April sixteenth to April twenty third. Baby Pokemon will be available from uh, two-kilometer eggs. Pichu, Smoochum, and Magby. Uh, Egg-related field research tasks will be available. Double candy for every egg hatched. And Buneary will be more available in the wild with a chance for it to be shiny. Lucky eggs and incubators will be twice as effective. And lucky friends are now live. Uh, Which means when a best friend performs any friend action, like opening a gift, battle in the same gym, battle in the same Uh, raid, battle each other, or trade with each other. They have a chance to become a lucky friend, and if this happens, the next trade between the two friends will be guaranteed lucky, with minimum uh, level stats of 12-12-12, making the chance for... Is that level or IV? IV. Okay. Minimum IV stats. So the chance for a perfect IV uh, reduces to 1 in 64, um, which I guess is much greater chances. Right. I don't know because I don't play Pokemon Go. The, the, uh,
1: stats, yeah, the stats go from zero to fifteen. So just out in the wild we're talking about one in two thousand. Normal raids, the min- minimum stats are tens, so that lowers brings it to one in two sixteen. So with this lower increases the minimum so it increases the permutations as well. Gotcha. Decreases the Let's- permutations.
0: Move on and talk about what we have been playing. Jesse, you have been playing a game. Um, one
1: game. I've been playing more than one game. I just can't talk about the other game yet. Well, yeah, I know you can't talk about the other game. So the I, other game I won't talk is about is that game. That really want to talk about, but talk right. about this game instead. Right. So I. I played Minefield, which is pretty much your uh, Minesweeper from the old Windows 95 days. And that's literally all it is. It's not like the other Minesweeper-like game that I played that I was kind of disappointed in, where it tried to do something special with it, but kind of fell flat. This is just flat Minesweeper. No special rules. Just Minesweeper. It gives you three options a smaller grid with 10, a med- medium is a... I don't know the exact dimensions, but it's a middle-sized grid with 40, and the Expert is a larger grid with 100, and it, ke- it keeps track of your best time for each level. And it took me 30 tries before I finally beat the l- the large one, but I beat the large one eventually. And I think the 10 sec- the, the, the The small one, I think my best time is like 35 seconds. <laughs> Yeah, He's got a, a lucky roll with that one.
0: So I'm just gonna ask a question. I'm just gotta know. So, like, this game is free on Windows PCs.
1: At least it used to be. I don't know if they still include them, but I'm sure you can play it free from somewhere, right? So, like, why did you buy it? <laughs> well, I just wanted to know if they did anything special with it. And I'm actually okay that they didn't. It would be nice if it had a little more customizable options. Like, let me shoot, let me pick a big grid with only five mines. Just so I can have the satisfaction of winning with one click. Now, no, you no know, challenge. It, but it's fun to do weird things like that if you can.
0: You know what they should do, Jesse, just for you, is they should make Minesweeper pit cross
1: See, that's what the other game I was talking about was trying to do, but it didn't quite... It, it didn't quite... Right. Do it right. It didn't. It didn't click all the buttons with, with me. Yeah, right. I ended up finding a different way to solve it than I then probably intended, and it pretty much worked for every puzzle.
0: Gotcha. So that is Minesweeper or Minefield, right?
1: Yeah, I'm looking at the what it costs. I think it was pretty cheap. It
0: was. Yeah, I was going to say how much. How much can we pick that up for on was, the eShop? shop if uh, want to? Four forty nine. All right, four forty nine. Pretty easy. Pretty cheap.
1: So yeah, if and, you want a mine, and, if you
0: want Minesweeper on your
1: Switch, Minesweeper there you go. was the game that I played. You know, back back in nineteen ninety five, I was twenty one years old. So that's so this, that's like the first logic puzzle game that I figured out and enjoyed playing. I played a crap ton of it on you know back in on Windows ninety five computers. So that if it wasn't for this game, I probably wouldn't like Picross as much as I do. So well, there you go. I, that's why I do, you know, yeah, it, it's just Minesweeper, but I, you know, I, it has some sentimental meaning to me. Yeah. There, there is a method to Jesse's madness.
0: Is there what is. Saying. Uh, this week I've been playing a couple of different games. Uh, Yoshi's Crafted World. I finished that game up. Uh, it was a delight. I know last week, Justin and I kind of talked about it and said that, you know, it was pretty good. It was pretty chill but that there were a couple of things about it that maybe we didn't really like. And I would still stand by that as far as the music. Music is pretty disappointing in this game, having so few tracks, but my dislike of that was really overshadowed near the end of the game. Um, as some of the levels just really shine, like there are some really neat concepts buried in this game that uh, I just really came to enjoy near the near the end there was there is a level um in a place called Shadowville where you were chased by axe murderer clowns in a Yoshi game
1: wow that gets yep. dark quick
0: yeah it especially, sure does uh, especially like in a, one in of a those- world
1: where we had the it movie released last year yeah, like
0: you hit one of those little information blocks and it in very broken lettering it says if he sees you run wow. and you spend the level getting chased by indestructible cardboard clowns with axes made out of like gum wrappers so they're shiny
1: and can cut paper probably
0: uh, well, yeah, they can cut Yoshi. There, it's it's a tense level. It's tense level, and one the level after that is like a museum heist level, where you're having to creep in the shadows constantly. It's, I mean, it's pretty cool so, stuff. And the final fight—that sounds is like really good,
1: having, good. It's nice seeing it do different things with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and like the like I said, the final battle is really good. And I felt like that, that that's been one part of the Yoshi game formula that's been really stale. For like the last few iterations, is that you're, you know, you're always going to fight giant baby Bowser. Well, there's a little more to it this time and it, it makes it really interesting. In fact, I, I, I thought all of the boss fights in this game were really good and really well done. So I like if you are on the fence about Yoshi's know, Crafted World, I, I would tell you get off the fence and, and get the game. Uh, but I've also been playing uh, Dragon March for Death which is a game that we got a copy of from um, we, ha- we got a copy of this previously, like a download code for it, but this is the retail copy, which is uh, includes all of the DLC or includes like both versions of the game mashed into one uh, with a special Azure Striker gun vault inspired weapon pack and uh, some, some new DLC quests.
1: And so does I that, think does that include both advanced attackers and frontline fighters on, on cart. Or yes. On, what? Yes. So like all is, four characters are is present. The, is the difference between the two just DLC for the other?
0: I think so. Yeah. I think we talked um, about it
1: when, when, it was new on digital, but uh I don't the, fully the, remember what that DLC,
0: was. The DLC that you get in, all, in, in the package is brand new DLC. It's not just downloading the other. So this, these are new quests and new things oh. to do. Okay. That's great. Um, so if you were if you didn't hear us discuss this it's kind of like a 2D here's how I would describe Dragon Mark for Death is a 2D MMORPG. It reminds me a lot of like the old Capcom side scrolling beat em ups, you know like Knights of the Round and Final Fight in that you 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 know you you scroll left and right, you jump, you attack, you you know you have you have a special move and different things like that, but all of your attacks deal RPG-style damage and you gain uh, XP and you level up your character and have to equip new items uh, and, you know, level out your statistical points and different things like that.
1: I don't know if this is the one I'd be interested in or not. But
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. It depends, Jesse. Like, I'm, I think you would really like the RPG elements of it. I think you would like all of the different things that, that go into making it a role-playing game, but I don't know if you'd like the action part. Uh, yeah, it can like be a the little M- touchy. The, M-
1: the MMOE part, is that's what scares me, because that's yeah, like so, why like, I didn't can, like Xenoblade. Well, here's the thing. That's kind of how that you, combat works.
0: It, it breaks the quests out, I think, and I haven't tested this out, because I just haven't had time, but like when you go on a quest, it asks you if you're single-player, local multiplayer, or online multiplayer. And so there's single quests that you can do just by yourself. And that's what I've been completing. And I really want to say that it looks like the majority of the game can be completed with it. And it just reminds me, like, it kind of reminds me of Actraiser in a way. Like, the the actual action scenes of Actraiser. Like, your character's kind of slow and moves kind of clunky. But, like, you get used to it over time. And you kind of figure out ways to... to I guess I wouldn't say hack it, but like play it in a way that you can use that to your advantage instead of not against your advantage. I'm playing as the warrior. Cause that's who I always play at Cause he has a big giant ax and like he has a dragon's face in the middle of his chest. You just like it's to just play the cool. tank, huh? Yeah, I do like the tank because I, I mean, it's simple. <laughs> Stand around and hit people, absorb damage. I can do that. Uh, so I like, I'm pretty positive on this game. It's been, it's been pretty,
1: um, pretty fun so far. Um, I'm looking up. So does does the physical version come with all the other playable characters?
0: Uh, I believe so.
1: Because I'm looking uh, at the so. digital version. Yeah, you, know, you know the base game is 15 bucks. There are two different sets. Well, this of one's 50. Two char- yeah, so you know, there's two different sets of two characters each. That is 15 dollars each for the four characters. Right. So that well, brings NG it up creates, to 45. NG Creates
0: then, tweeted on January 24th and said, We're happy to announce physical version is published by Nighthawk Interactive is coming to retail stores. It's an all-in-one pack with four characters, additional Quest DLC, and the Striker gear. So basically everything that's been offered extra for the game is all included in this
1: package. Okay. So it sounds like the, the, the physical version does sound like the definitive
0: it is. It is. So, like physical collectors, this is one for you to jump in on as well. So that's the the, the four characters: are Empress, so. Warrior, Shinobi, and Witch.
1: Wondering if you they're going to the have a digital best. version of that physical cartridge, which is, makes it available digitally for those who want all the content in one bundle without having to buy all the DLC. Right.
0: And I mean, and, and and that's the good thing about this. To mention from our discussion about Mortal Kombat and and Wolfenstein earlier, this is on a cart. You do get physical items. You do get um, the box. The box has art on the inside. It's not just blank. So, uh, but it, then the on, also on the inside is just the download code. You don't get well, anything really extra. Just I'll, all the game content.
1: I'll try to keep this game in the back of my head. If I, it sounds like something I might want to give it to uh,
0: This would be a great game. For a demo, well, you get what I'm saying, like it'd be
1: great yeah, to have a demo of this game. I would definitely try a demo of this.
0: So, uh, I, I really think it's one that needs a demo. And I'm maybe, maybe watch our footage that I recorded and see what you think. I fight Cthulhu so can't be on a ship <laughs> and then I go in his mouth. Fun, yep, yep. The other game I've been playing, uh, actually, I've been playing it this week, but I noticed I haven't mentioned this on the show is Blaster Master 02 which came out, uh, it was announced during the Indies Direct, or Nindies Direct, and then came out very soon afterwards. Actually, I think it was that week. It was that really, same day, I think. Yeah, it was that same day. You're right. Uh, I really love Blaster Master Zero and the way they remade that game and, and tweaked it and made it a little more accessible for uh, new players. Blaster Master Zero is a lot more of the same, except it expands on that universe and like it allows you to fly uh, the Sophia tank around in space and go to different planets. And they all have different biomes and different things like that. Of course, you can still get out and uh, go walking around and go explore caves and different things like that. And they've even kind of upped the di- upped the interaction on that as well with some different things. And so I'm very pleased with it. Blaster Master Zero again, great game. If you haven't already got it on the Switch, I'd start there. But Blaster Master Two is out right now and it's nine ninety nine. So if you're looking for like a shoot 'em up, running gun, kind of puzzler. Metroidvania esque game for Switch, and you're, you know, to tide you over. Blaster Master Zero is the way to go, and, and uh think you should check that out. All these games, all these games are good, even mine's Minefield. Go check them out. Let's hit <laughs> our community spotlights just real quick. <clears throat> Right. heading over to the community spotlight we're going to read some questions off discord this one from scars no more he says where did the nintendo direct
1: go there, it went to the same place that gary went apparently
0: <laughs> neverland uh, <laughs> no, the direct didn't go anywhere because the direct never existed I, that's just my that's my <laughs> feeling on it uh, he also asked this, also, last few days of Reggie, everyone ready for Bowser's Takeover? No. No, Nintendo and Reggie will forever be intertwined in my memory.
1: I'm yeah, sad about be, it. Yeah, yeah w- w- without Reggie, without Iwata, it's, gonna be, it's a different Nintendo. Because those two were the faces for yeah. a long time. It's
0: an absolutely different Nintendo. I mean, these guys... Those those were the faces of Nintendo for at least two decades, almost,
1: right? Well, yeah, not quite that long, but yeah, but early, uh, don't, at least no, two console cycles. Yeah, so uh, fifteen years. Uh, yeah, I'd say almost mm-hmm. two decades. Okay, <laughs> That's I stand. Uh, you're round, You're you're pretty liberal with those rounding digits. Okay. Five,
0: five <laughs> rounds up to zero. I mean, sure. Uh, Dave asks us this. Was buying the Labo VR starter kit a mistake? Should I have gotten the bigger pack or should I have bought nothing? Because this is for kids and I'm in my late 20s with no kids. Jesse, this is a softball question for you because right. you
1: bought the uh, VR kit. Okay. Go ahead. Well, first answer is, if you are having fun, it's worth it. Done. Yeah. Second is, second is ne- I don't think it'll ever not be worth it to buy the $40 version, because if you do and want the others, as long as they're still available, you can still buy them. And there's no net savings or net waste buying them separately versus the big pack, because it's total of $80 either way. Hmm. Just depending on what your availability is and what you can find. Again, I couldn't find the $40 one, so I had to go with the 80 Yeah, and I'm okay with it.
0: You know, I know this is a very simple thing for you to say. It's a very simple comment, but I love what you said about if it's fun for you, it's not wasted. It's not a
1: mistake. That that's kind of been my philosophy on playing games all my life. Because and a lot of people, you know, a lot of the people who say, you know, games are just for kids. I'm thinking, okay, what's the age limit on reading a book? What's the age limit on going to a movie? What is video game any different than that? It's a form of entertainment.
0: As long as you're having
1: fun, it's worth it to you.
0: That's right. If it's what you want to do and it's how you want to have fun and and you feel validated at the end of it, great. Uh, Dave, I actually think to chime in here, I think you made the right choice with the starter kit, especially if this is the first Labo that you have bought. uh, And also because it will give you access to the more gamer related VR experiences right with Breath of the Wild and Odyssey yeah. and like Jesse said with, says, with what I heard the,
1: the the Blaster attachment has the best games anyway.
0: Yeah. If you want the elephant or the camera or the bird later go knock yourself out, right? 20 bucks piece. There you yeah. go. I don't think you will. I I'm just like I want the whole experience because my kids will play it. So that's that's good. Uh yeah, my, let's move my, on my,
1: my, my son is interested in the VR part. I don't think he's really interested in helping me put it together. And if he wants to, I'll let him. If he doesn't, I'm not going to be worried. But yeah. uh, he, he is interested in trying it to see how it plays. I'm curious how it'll work with holding it and controlling it at the same time. And kind of related in the chat, uh, Bushin Ryukat asks, Hey, isn't tomorrow Labo VR day? Yes, it is. It sure
0: is. <laughs> or today, depending on where you That's- are. Uh, happy canard asks us this when game consoles of the future (laughs) I love this question when game consoles of the future add olfactory emission modules to complete the immersive experience which game will you want remade in nasal HD so you can smell it
1: any of the WarioWare games farts and garlic we can't go wrong
0: I my first answer was Yoshi's Cookie
1: <laughs> where's the, what <laughs> where, where's the, i don't get the logic in that one
0: Yoshi's cookie because it'll smell like cookies jesse not oh. like farts and garlic See, i mean i don't know those. what kind of operation you're running over there in kansas city where you want to smell farts and garlic but i also think that we just found our show title <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll add it to the list and we'll discuss it afterwards. <laughs> I, I,
0: uh, no, uh, seriously, Yoshi's Cookie is my... Uh, but you know which one I really think would be, like, what would complete this? Do you remember how Earthbound had the scratch and sniff stuff in the player's guide?
1: I never got that far in that game.
0: Okay, so in the player's guide of Earthbound that came with every, you know, yeah. pack of it, this the, the guide was scratch and sniff.
1: Because the game is unplayable otherwise without a, right. Without a walkthrough. Right, it, like you
0: could smell the blob or the garbage that you were fighting or whatever. It was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Chad anyway, says, I, my I, pick for smelly VR, Animal Crossing VR. What's Tom Cook cooking now? Tom Nook cooking now. Cooking Mama. That, there's one. Yeah, Cooking that, Mama. Yeah,
0: cooking Mama. Better than Mama. Uh, anyway, Shock Prime asks us this. If there's a third-party character that should be in every Smash game forever or every other Nintendo crossover, who should it be
1: and why it's Mega Man? Case closed. Are they talking about a, game, a character that's already in it or a character that isn't in it yet?
0: Uh, if there's a third-party character that should be in every Smash game forever or every other Nintendo crossover, who should it be and why? So, I'm guessing the doors are open
1: here. Okay. Um, See, I'm thinking of a Persona character, but I can't remember her name. Let me look it up real quick. I've got it. It's Mega Man.
0: Uh, That's her name.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, I guess she's uh, kind of a fighting android.
0: Yeah. Which, by the way, Jesse, I I want to ask you. I meant to mention this earlier in the show when we were talking about Persona. Did you see the rumor that's going around that there is a female ponytail version of Joker as an alt costume?
1: That was one of the things that he teased at as part of uh, Persona 5 The Royal uh, in, in its little introduction video, of which we'll also have details later, I think also on the 25th. Uh, but yeah, so we're looking, if it, if that's going where people think it's going, it'll, it'll take the uh, Persona 3 portable route to give a female protagonist option. And if that's possible, then she could be an alternate skin for Joker in two or four of the eight different costumes. Yeah. Probably, you know, the traditional fighting with the mask look, the probably be a high school costume look you know, et cetera. Like four for four of the male for the female. I can see that happening.
0: Huh. It's going to be like corn and some of the other fire emblem characters, right? Or Pokemon yeah. trainer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There are, there are male and female options for several characters. Uh, we fit trainer. There's another gotcha. option. Another, another one. Another one.
0: Let's uh, let's talk about some questions. We've got just a couple over here on Twitter. The first one comes from Mecha Yay One, Mecha Yay Two, uh, and that is uh, at Mecha game. Dragon One Hundred One. Uh, he <laughs> says, "Not sure if this is the tweet to ask questions, but I will anyway." What Switch game or any game really does everyone have, or one everyone nags you to buy, but you just don't have it or get it and never got around to buying it?
1: Buying it or playing it?
0: <laughs> he says buying it. Oh. Like the game that everybody says, oh, you got to buy this. You got to buy this game.
1: Well, for me, it's probably Smash. Because <laughs> you don't have it. I Yeah, I don't have it. My son has a copy, but I don't. Yeah. If, if it uh, was just a, a to play a game, I'd probably say Final Fantasy VII. Right. I, I bought that game 3 times over. I'm not going to buy it a fourth. Yes, you will. Cuz I Oh, I'm not. <laughs> you will. You will. You'll okay. No, I I I am not I know I'm not going to buy it on the Switch because I tried playing it on the PS3. I tried playing it on the PS2. I tried playing it on the PS3. I tried playing it on a PC. I tried I don't know if I ever tried playing it on the Vita, but I can if I wanted to. I never get past like 2 or 3 hours. So I've tried I portable. It. I can't use portable as an excuse. We'll experience. see.
0: I've got it and Final Fantasy 9. We'll see if I ever open them up on my Switch. I'm still working on I Am yeah. Setsuna.
1: Final Fantasy so, 9 is another game I tried to play on my Vita. bought maybe five or six hours in and stopped.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're fun, <coughs> but the question for those games is, do we have the time? And I find that a lot of times right. I want to have the time or I think I have the time but I don't. And then when I get time to play, I just play Enter the Gungeon.
1: Yeah, like I'm wanting to play P5 again. You know, I'd like to do it with a New Game Plus, but if I play it on the Switch, that's not that's not going to be an option right away. <laughs> right. Because there's definitely advantages of hitting New Game Plus, because there's a wheel of attributes that are like intelligence, uh, how. I, I, it's different for every game, but this, depending on what stats you have indicates what you can do out in in the world. So like, if you see a person who looks angry, but you don't have a high enough courage stat to approach him, you can't approach him to trigger whatever quest he's got until later on in the game. But if you start a new game plus, all that stuff's maxed or almost maxed from your previous run. So you can do all that from earlier on.
0: Yeah. Well, guys, I think that is episode 225 of the Whoops. show. We want to thank you for hanging with us tonight.
1: Short episode today.
0: Yeah. Gary didn't show up. And so, um, yeah, we didn't have that third voice. And that third voice keeps us going a little bit longer. So, Uh <laughs> no, listen, he probably Gary, A lot of people don't realize, I think, that Gary is, uh, you know, he's a full-time job, full-time dad, and full-time college student as well, working towards some stuff there, Uh, and so he's got a lot on him. We don't blame him. Sometimes you sleep through your alarm, Uh, but next week, we'll all be
1: back. Doesn't mean we don't pick on him.
0: Yeah, doesn't mean we don't pick on him. We're going to give him heck about it tomorrow, but uh, (laughs) uh, just uh, no hard feelings. We love Gary, and we love Justin, and... We're glad they're part of this whole thing. And Zach, too. Uh, Zach's got a new kid, if you didn't hear. Uh, Zach had, Zach and his wife had a baby about, what, about a month ago, right?
1: Yeah, I don't remember when, but it was a month. Surprise! Four, four to six weeks. A, in this sh-
0: yeah, four to six right. weeks old now, and he's yeah, uh,
1: when, hanging out. And, when the show started, well, he had two. He now has doubled that.
0: That's right. He's He really enjoys that, uh, that activity there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wow. we want to say huge thanks to our Patreon producers, Chris Mears, John Blanco, and Dave Ernsberger, and Timothy Off for helping us out over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads. You can go over there where for as little as a dollar a month you can get involved in our Discord chat. Five dollars get you access to the whole thing. Ten dollars and fifteen dollars get you access to more and more tiers as well. And we're thankful to each and every one of our patrons. Uh, for helping us out. And guess what, guys? We are now available on Spotify. If you listen to podcasts on Spotify or if you have a Spotify account, go over and search for Nintendo Dads and you'll find our full feed there as well as at Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes Podcast and Apple Podcasts. We would love to for you to to like and favorite us and whatever over on Spotify uh, as well to help more people see us. You can head over and follow We've had three on people listen
1: to us on the sh- on Spotify last week. Three people.
0: Let's bump it up this <laughs> week. Make it six. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube at Nintendo Dads. You can email us at NintendoDads at gmail.com and call in and leave a voicemail at 92925 Dads or nine two nine two five six three two three seven. 3237 And you know what you deserve? You deserve yourself a mug, a phone case, a t-shirt or even some stickers that say Nintendo Dads on them so you can spread the love of this wonderful podcast to your family and friends. You can go over to tiny.cc backslash Nintendo Dad store and get whatever you want. We thank you for that. Big thanks to OC Remix for the music used throughout the show as well as various Nintendo sound effects. And we want to say thank you to Animal Leonard and Carter Johnson for all the wonderful artwork they produced for us. For me, for Jesse, for Sleepy Gary, and everyone else, it's been episode two twenty five, and it's been our pleasure. Bye
1: bye. Thank you for
0: listening to Nintendo Ads. Piao 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 piao. Crimson Skidmark. <laughs> <laughs> That one caught you off guard. I'm sorry. sorry. I was not prepared for that one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't want to know what caused the crimson crimson skin mark. I'm sorry. I got to have a moment.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, this is amusing. (laughs) I'm going to have to edit a little bit of this out. Okay, I'm
0: good. Uh, No physical, no buy.